peace be with you in Jesus' name. On this fourth Sunday of Easter, we celebrate that Jesus is our Good Shepherd. He tells us that his Father will care for us like a shepherd for his sheep. And Jesus makes it even more personal, telling us he is our Good Shepherd pledges his abundant and eternal care. This changes everything. Risen and victorious, Jesus leads us beside quiet waters. He restores the soul. May you be so blessed as we worship in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanks, honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. We need to confess our sin to him. We praise you, O Christ, as our good shepherd, for you offered up your life to save us, your lambs and sheep. It's on account of our wanderings that it became necessary for you to sacrifice yourself for us. Humbly, we come before you, confessing our sin and needing your word of forgiveness and comfort. So often we have not listened to your voice as we should. Have mercy on us, O Lord. O Christ, we have strayed from you as our shepherd. Have mercy on us. O Lord, we have gone our own way, following our own wisdom, relying on our own strength. Have mercy on us, O Lord. Renew, restore, and refresh us by your unending mercy and grace. Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd, has laid his life down for his sheep on the cross. There he sacrificed his life, that all who believe in him will not perish, but have forgiveness for their sins and eternal life in his name. In the name of Jesus Christ and by the power of his resurrection from the dead, I forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessing, and glory, and wisdom, and thanks, and honor, and power, and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. We pray, Almighty God, merciful Father, since you have wakened from death the shepherd of your sheep, 
grant us your Holy Spirit, that when we hear the voice of our shepherd, we may know him who calls us each by name and follow where he leads. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. In this sacred time of Easter, we turn to God's word and we hear from the book of Revelation, chapter 7, beginning at verse 9. John writes, After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders asked me, These in white robes, who are they? Where do they come from? And I answered, Sir, of course you know. And he said, These are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They've washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. Never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat down on them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our Holy Gospel is according to St. John, the 10th chapter, beginning at verse 22. Glory to you, O Lord. Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts, walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered around him saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. And Jesus answered, 
I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you do not believe, because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. To celebrate Jesus as our Good Shepherd, we might first want to go back and stand with those who have dared to wonder what God himself might be like. Once there were wise men living in the East and they looked up at the stars and they courageously asked, Could it be? Could the God who made the heavens be like these ancient scriptures written by the prophets have forecast and promised? And these brave wise men from the east, they traveled for months courageously carrying their question, inspired by ancient prophecy, to ask, could it be? Could it be they carried with them a promise that you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Asking that question led those wise men to the manger to see the face of the child Jesus. Here before them was the shepherd king, the royal caretaker, promised, now born into our world. So, too, the great prophet Isaiah had seen into the heavens. And he tells us the one who measures the waters of the sea in his hand, the one who holds the dust of the earth as if in a basket. Well, what is he like? He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. That promise of Isaiah, 
that forecast had stood for 500 years. And now, some of the wisest men in Jerusalem were asking, could it be? Could it be that this man, Jesus from Nazareth, could it be that he is this long-predicted shepherd king? Well, on this day, Jesus was in the great stone-white temple in the center of Jerusalem. And he was walking in Solomon's colonnade, which was a kind of long porch underneath beautiful stone columns. On the side of the temple, this was a place where little groups would form and they would be schooled and learn from the scribes. So naturally, a group of people gathered in a circle around Jesus. They wanted to know, how long will you keep us in suspense, Jesus? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus had been careful about what he had said in public. For Jesus, it was never really about making big pronouncements. Jesus cared most about creating relationships with one person at a time. Maybe you remember when Jesus was in Samaria, a place where he's kind of a stranger, and in the middle of a hot day, he meets a woman who is at a well getting water. And they talked. They talked about her life. Jesus amazed her at what he knew. And then they talked about who Jesus was. And he told her, well, God is spirit and he must be worshipped in spirit and truth. And this woman was not really sure what that meant. This was anything but plain and simple. So she told Jesus what she thought she knew. She says, I know that the Messiah, Christ, is coming. And when he comes, he will explain everything. And Jesus just looked at her and quietly said, I who speak to you, I am he. So Jesus could create relationships with one person at a time. But now this group circled around Jesus, wanted to know. They wanted to hear him say it out loud. Would he speak plainly and directly to them? And, well, don't we all have to admit, we all crave this kind of clarity, this kind of simple understanding that, well, in a way, could only come from God himself. The poet Denise Levertov wrote a poem about this. 
She starts in the Garden of Eden, the tree of knowledge, the taste of it drove us from Eden. That fruit was meant to be dried and milled to a fine powder for use just a pinch at a time. But we stuffed our mouths full of it. It's toxic in large quantities. Fumes swirled around in our heads to form a dense cloud that hardened to steel, a wall between us and God. <laughs> That's quite a poem. Well, back there in Jerusalem, these people had circled around Jesus they want a plain explanation. They want simple words. They kind of wanted something they could possess and carry off. But what Jesus will tell them is that he is definitely not just an idea. He is the Messiah. He is the Christ. And what that means is he's not just a concept they can possess. He's not just a thought. He is a shepherd. He will tell them what they crave is not just information. They want a relationship with the living God. Just as real as the caring relationship between a shepherd and his sheep. And Jesus knows that we are all really good at hearing what we want to hear and seeing only what we want to see. But instead, Jesus says, a shepherd and his sheep, they create a relationship, a, a living trust, a bond. He wants us to have a lot more than just information. He wants us to have this relationship with our shepherd king. A relationship with a royal friend. Our guardian. Our careful Christ. And our almighty Messiah. Jesus tells this group encircled around him that everything about him speaks of him being Savior Christ. It speaks to the ears of those who are his trusting sheep. And Jesus wants us all to think about this. How a shepherd... And his sheep would first build their relationship. Can we imagine, well, how would a shepherd introduce himself to his flock? How would he give them reason to trust him? And Jesus talks to these listeners about how he has built this trust through his miracles and his deeds of kindness and it's as if he is saying, these have all been a kind of invitation 
to see the goodness of the Creator Father dwelling present in Him. Jesus could count on this group to have been around enough shepherds and their sheep to be able to picture how sheep learn to pay attention to their good shepherd. The sheep would learn quickly that good things happen when they follow this shepherd. They might watch his every move. If he was cutting up an apple for his lunch, oh, they might get a piece. Jesus really understands human nature. He understands that nothing about this relationship is automatic for us. Each of us must learn the sound of his voice, the shepherd. Start to pay attention, and you might hear God's voice more often than you would expect. Psalm 29 says, The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord strikes with flashes of lightning. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert. The Lord speaks and gives strength to his people. The Lord speaks a blessing of peace upon them. Jesus himself had spoken about the power of his voice before. He said, I tell you the truth, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be condemned. He's crossed over from death to life. I tell you the truth. A time is coming and has now come when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. With those words, Jesus makes a dramatic promise about the power of his voice. But, well, he is here now. This is not just for the future. He is here with us now. He is risen and resurrected. He is always and forever present. And so Jesus rightfully tells those gathered around him that the quality of an eternal life can begin even now for the sheep who listen to his voice. He tells those that uh, have listened to him and want a plain explanation that in this present moment, what he can say that is most simple is, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. This is a promise of an eternal bond. Jesus is giving us his pledge 
He is the good shepherd from the height and majesty of heaven. He has come to shepherd us. And from the grave, he has risen in victory to care for us. Speaking to this group at the temple in the center of Jerusalem on that day, in the middle of winter, how could Jesus have ever told them plainly or simply what this means? This means everything. And uh, by our great shepherd's voice comes consistent care and decisive action. By his voice, all the ancient prophecies are made real for us. Which of his promises will be yours today? How about Psalm 25? My eyes are ever on the Lord, for only he will release my feet from the trapping snare. Or maybe today his promise will be made real to you from Psalm 27. Hide me in the shelter of your tent. Wait for the Lord and you are made strong. Maybe today, Psalm 28, the Lord is the strength of his people. He is our fortress of salvation. Those gathered around Jesus under Solomon's colonnade, they just wanted a simple, clear, easy answer. But Jesus knew what was coming for him. As our shepherd, it would not be simple. And if anything, it might be the very opposite of clear. Jesus was speaking perhaps about the greatest of mysteries. His coming sacred sacrifice on the cross. He openly declares the mystery of it. That even then he is our shepherd, even when they crucify him. No one can snatch them out of my hand, he says. Even when they put a nail through his hand, he declares, No one will take you, my sheep, from my grasp. He promises us the firm grasp and grip of the Father's hand from heaven secure forever, even for us who can only try to hold on to him by faith. So, yes, Jesus is saying that it will be plain and it will be simple and there will be perfect clarity. Perhaps He's thinking of that time when the words of Psalm 23 will be very real. Not just beautiful poetry, but God's sacred promise to be our eternal good shepherd. Maybe that's his promise of peaceful, perfect clarity. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. 
He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. And surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let me pray for you that you would be so blessed. Good and loving Father, we praise you. We thank you. We worship you that Jesus is our good shepherd. Bless us with your living spirit that we may always hear the voice of our shepherd. Bless us with your peace. In the name of our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. I invite you to send your offering to our church by mail. Thank you. Bless you. Father, you kept your promise and gave us your own Son to shepherd us from sin and death and lead us home to you. Help us to trust in his love always. 
guide us in making an eternal difference in the lives of others. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. When we fear the powers against us, remind us that we belong to you and no one can snatch us from your hand. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give us wisdom to know the path we are to take in our lives and shepherd us through trouble, trial, and temptation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give us courage that we may not live in ways that are not strong, but that we might live in your glory and care. Guide those who lead us in this and every land. Provide peace, justice, and freedom for all people everywhere. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give to the sick and those who suffer relief and peace. Give to them courage and hope. And we especially ask your blessing for them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In our days, give us the time and spirit to reflect upon your goodness and to experience joy in the security and peace of our Good Shepherd, Jesus Christ, who provides us with that which may find contentment and peace for us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, protect and defend the members of our armed forces and those who keep our communities safe. Defend us from our enemies and lead us to rely on you, the true protector of us all. And Lord, we pray for those we name before you in our heart. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy, through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Good Shepherd, who has taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. May the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and might 
be to our God forever and ever. Amen. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. listening to this audio service of Bethlehem Lutheran Church, Glen Lake, Minnesota. This podcast features Reverend James Disney with music by Sue Bloom, produced and edited by Amy Munson. If you enjoy listening, we encourage you to visit our website at www.blcmtka.org to learn more about our church and to support this podcast. Blessings upon your week.